This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry. Also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Pittsburgh Steeler fans, welcome back to another episode of the Scobro Show. This is Behind the Steel Curtain Editor, Dave Schofield, coming at you. It's just after 9 o'clock. It's Tuesday night. You're a Steelers fan. Where else are you going to be? I'm waiting for it to kick in for you two because I can't throw it over yet until I'm sure we've, we, we're on the channels. Everyone's able to jump in because I have to say with me, as always, is my big brother, Rich. Rich. I, I I know we did the Scobro Road Show, but this is the first Scobro show since. Oh, I know. How's it going tonight? So we will breathe in that smell of victory. Yeah, um, yeah got to do it at home. We got to do it in the stadium, um, which is yeah. awesome to be able to do it in the stadium. But you know, yes, breathing in the Heinz Field air, and some people are like, oh, it probably smells or like the beer. No, it, no, it's it's an open air stadium. It. It it smells exquisite. Get a little bit of that river smell. <laughs> yeah, a little bit of that river smell. That's, I must that's say, Pittsburgh. See, you probably don't even remember, but you know, Pittsburgh overall smells much better than it did early. Uh, you know, around that 1980, 81 time frame. Yeah, that was before my time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, before we even bring up a super chat, we got a super chat already. My goodness. Yes. But before we do that, you, you know, breathe in the sweet smell of victory. It's great. We were there together. We're going to we're going to talk about that plenty because we're going to break down this game. I still have not watched the 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 rebroadcast. I have not. Uh, I kind of didn't want to before this show, but I've also haven't had time trying to get Christmas stuff going and everything else. Um, I, I it's it's on my agenda here soon. But I kind of like this the the in stadium feel. That and it, there's not a lot to be excited about about the game. You know, normally you a Steelers win, you want to go back and watch those highlights. Other than you know, a, some some takeaways and a, and a key stop, there wasn't a lot of highlights. But before yeah. I do that, I have I have to do this. I have to do this. We have to wish a fantastic, wonderful, one day belated birthday yes, to Scope Two Yes. Hashtag pay Kyle. Kyle's birthday was yesterday. And it was a it was it was a big one. It was a big one. Not like bad. It's not the big five oh. Um, but it, it was an important one. So uh happy birthday, Kyle. Just had to throw that out there. That's right. So that was nice too, especially after he covered the knee jerk reaction story for me. 
Yes, Kyle, Kyle and Bad were, were holding down the knee-jerk reaction article. I thought they did a fantastic job. It was yep. it was a lot of Kyle and it and a little bit of a little uh, you could you could tell the bad influences in places. You you could tell, you know, um just a, a, a difference between five oh and one six. It's just it's just what it is. Yeah. So uh that it, but I, I loved it. I I made I made sure I checked that out. But here we go. We've got a super chat. We've got a $2 super chat from Steel Dog 88. Thank you for $2 in the tip jar. Says, here we go, Sco bros. Here we go. Streak is alive. That's correct. You and I, every time we are sitting in section 122, row Q, seats 16 and 17, you in 16, me in 17. Correct. The Steelers have not lost a game. That so you are welcome, Steelers Nation. As ugly as the Steelers played a lot of the game, that's on us. You, you're you're welcome. I I think we willed that ball to Joe Schobert. Um, I I was the other helmet. If I would have been wearing the helmet, I would have been you know using the force to help Joe Hayden with that tackle because that was right in front of us. Yeah. Um, we'll we'll talk about that play here in a little bit, but uh, great, really great in stadium experience. Anything you want you want to say that as we get into it. Well, no. Do you want to go into to part of what made our experience even cooler the other day? Well, that's what I was going to. I was yeah, definitely going go, to roll go in right. To, go I was right just going to let you talk a little bit first, and that is getting to meet some of you all. Now, the first person that that we met was Andre from Ohio, and here's the thing about Andre: never been in a live chat. He nope. says he's never caught a live show, but he listens to every show on YouTube. After the fact, it works. So if you're listening to this when, when you're at work there, Andre, we want to say thanks for coming. It was thanks fantastic to meet you. Yep. I had a picture. Put our picture out on my Twitter account. Great great to meet you. And hope you have a Merry Christmas. And I'm very glad that you got to see a Steelers victory. So that's one. Then the other was from our live chat. Although I haven't seen him here yet tonight. I haven't so seen him he's, yet. He's fired. He's well, he he's he's home from school, so he's probably operating on a different schedule. So because I know he's in grad school. Um, but that was Tyler W. If if you didn't check out the shows, they're on our YouTube channel. Go back and check them out. Tyler W was there for us for the pregame um Scobro Road Show and the postgame Scobro yep. Road Show. I, I man, I, I almost screwed up the name. But it was really great to meet him. Um, you know, he came back down to, to do the show with us afterwards, which really helped um, to make sure we, we we made it worthwhile for you all. And just it was just a really good time. Now, now, Rich, tell me how you felt felt about all that. About what? You never um, the game. What are, what am I talking about now? No, just um, getting to meet up with people. Actually, the other cool thing that happened was. That was to find out that that dad and his son that have the season tickets behind you, uh huh. You know, telling them what we were doing with mm-hmm. Tyler, and yeah. only come to discover that although they don't listen to any of our podcast stuff, they read the articles on the site. And the that dad in particular was a fan of my knee jerk reaction article. Yeah, you we're know, like just cool stuff. Yeah, because um, well, you know the knee jerk reaction articles. That, that's a pretty infamous article. You know, I, I feel like the 1979 Pittsburgh Pirates. Yeah. We, we are, are family. family. 
I want to bring up um, a, a comment here from Facebook. This was Aaron Adub. This was someone who I was hoping. Uh, I, I know that that at one point he was saying he was going to be there. Would have liked to try to catch up. He said, "Great atmosphere." He was only two sections over from us. Yeah. In section one twenty. He was over there towards so, the corner. Yep, that's over. You know that I know in the back of one twenty. That's the family section and 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 uh, and everything. So I mean, we walked through section one twenty when we got out of there on our way out, did we, Rich? Yep. But it was yeah. empty by the time we did that after the show. So uh, would have been nice to meet you, Aaron. But more importantly, you got to watch uh, uh, Steelers victory. Whoo, Steelers victory! I don't, Rich. The more I think back of this one, and this is why. The title of the show is what it is. Brian's like, hey, what's your title? I'm like, I don't know. He's like, he's like, well, what do you want to talk about? I'm like, talking about how although every you know, there's lots of things to nitpick that you don't like about the Steelers team. What matters is that they managed to pull out a win. So the t- t- title of tonight's show is W is the only met- letter that matters now for the Steelers. Okay. Didn't matter about the O. Didn't matter about the D. Didn't matter who was coming through. Didn't matter if one was covering for the other one. Didn't what matter mattered. what grades you want to hand out yep. to people or units or things like that. What mattered was W. Was W. Now, this I also think that the Steelers, even though they got that W, they know that they still have things to improve on. There is no way the Steelers' offense is satisfied with that, that performance. There is no way that defense, although they had the four takeaways, is satisfied with surrendering 201 rushing yards. Yeah, no. So that's the thing. It, it's one of those those games where you you gutted it out, but you know, but but you're not you're you're not feeling like it's all good. We've got this figured out. Do you think that's a a fair way to say it? That game was doing doing what had to be done just enough to get a win. Yeah. Yeah. That's what that game was. Exactly. Exactly. So, yeah, and they're like, oh, well, the Steelers, they won that one ugly. Look at, you know, maybe some of what the other teams in the AF, you know, AFC North, two teams lost, two teams won. One was the Steelers, one was the Bengals. And they're like, oh, well, the Steelers, well, they beat the team that if they – if Tennessee wins that game, they're the number one seed in the AFC. Yeah. They're still the number three team in the AFC. So one thing, it's important to get the W and it's important to not be happy with what you're doing, but you also have to remember the reason Tennessee is up there. Yes, they might have uh, at times some easier places on their schedule. And yes, they have lost to some inferior teams as they've gone along, but they're one of the better teams in this conference. And when they have all their players on defense, especially their defensive front, which they did in this game because they got Bud Dupree back who just – Helps, you know. I, I know several Titans fans and what fans what they say uh, about Bud Dupree is the infamous Jerry Maguire. You complete me, <laughs> you know. That's what he does to their defensive. Players. I don't like to think of that as the Jerry. <laughs> I, I don't like to think that as the Jerry Maguire. I know you think it's show me the money. <laughs> no, 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 no. If you're going with the you complete me, yeah. Oh, it's Doctor Evil and Mini Me. Yeah, there you go. That's that's the much better reference. Oh, yeah, better reference. <laughs> I'm sorry that his, his, their version of it's a hard knock life will always be my favorite. Uh, <laughs> Me too. So, yeah. So it was, it was a good defense they were going against. Granted, you still got to be able to do something against that good of a defense. That defense was put in such 
terrible positions. I mean, my goodness, they gave up the last six points they gave up. They never surrendered a first down. Right. But they still gave up six points, which was the which was the difference in the game. So where do you want to start, Rich? What do you want to talk about first here? Here, you know, uh, I don't know, talk about a few of the things you can hang your hat on from that game and say, hey, mm-hmm. that was fantastic. And number one's got to be the turnovers. You know, yeah. we, we haven't seen a lot of multiple turnover games from the mm-hmm. steel. Yeah, where the defense has turned to yeah. the other Take team ways. over. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got four. Yeah. I mean, that you know, to me, it's like, hey, if we could start getting some more of those takeaways or getting them in bunches like we did that game, woo, that would be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, now here's the thing. If you go into a game banking on having to have a plus four turnover margin in order to win, you're not going to win a lot of games. No, you're not. But that was a game that they needed a plus four turnover margin in order to win. But I even if it was plus, so people are like, oh, well, what if it was plus three? You didn't get the last field goal. Then they would have been kicking at the end rather than yep. going forward on fourth down. It changed, it changed everything. So, and I, on Jeff Hartman's Let's Ride on Monday, he I, I love what he said. It was the winners and losers um, episode. If you haven't caught it, make sure you catch that. It, it's it's always great stuff. But he's like, he's like, I he said at the time he recorded it, he was staying away from Steelers Twitter because the last thing he wanted to hear was everybody poo-pooing the victory because well, they wouldn't have won if they wouldn't have had four four turnover or four takeaways. You know what? They did have four takeaways and they did win. So if you want to poo-poo on it, poo-poo it on all you want. They did what they had to do to win that game. Yes. And that's what it took to win that game. They now, knew they might not our- need four takeaways to win a different game. They might be able to they might need more production from their offense. That's what they'll need for that game. But for this game, they got what they needed to get the W. Yeah, because you know, you you knew that the Titans defense was solid. Yeah. Um you know, and actually, I think you and I talked about it on the drive home then. Well, at least I remember, I brought it up. It was like, you know, you'd kind of been – we thought coming into the season that the defense was going to help help propel the team to these types of wins more mm-hmm. often. Yeah. And this really was the first one where you could say, man, the defense won us that game. I'm going to say the second one. Oh, so the first second. one since week one, yes. <laughs> you know, honestly, because the defense, but you know, now in that game, the offense had to get rolling. Yes. I mean, it, this one was more than week one, week one. You could say it. This one was, was even to, to a higher level. Yes. No game was at this level. Correct. You know, the, the defense had to, had to keep them in that week one game against Buffalo and continue to get the job done while the offense finally got rolling in the second half. This one, the offense never got rolling. All they had to do was not turn the ball over and kick the field goals when they got the takeaways. That was at four takeaways. The worst field position of any of the four was the Titans 41 yard line. Yep. They had them all. Now the one, the interception was actually occurred in Steelers territory, but they returned it far enough. So they were set up very well. And that's, but, that that mm-hmm. was the play that lost me my voice. Yeah. 
Which, by the, which, by the way, I, I didn't tell you this before we started. I had almost no voice yesterday. <laughs> went That's to bed what's last great night. about Steelers games. Went to bed last night, got up this morning, and um, had had some recovery of voice. So Yes. Yes. Yeah. But, see, you also got to tip your hat to the Steelers defense. You're like, oh, you let them run the ball. It was kind of a bend, but don't break. Think about it. The only touchdown drive the Titans had was set up by a big punt return with a with a penalty added on top. Like, yep. S- still can't figure out. You know, Charlie Batch was talking about it on the post game show we were listening to on the radio driving home about how do you get a block in the back when you're the team when you're the team that's basically on defense at that time. I like Stan Savern's answer to that. Yeah, the, Stan gave the right answer though. That's been put in. That's been put in for safety purposes. Safety purposes. Yep. You just don't see it happen that often. Yeah, I I haven't seen it called in, but I'm not watching every play of every other game in the NFL. Right. Um, but that set them up. They got the ball the 25 yard line. Now, if that's the case, you would really would have liked to seen the defense, you know, dig in their heels and only give up three. They gave up the seven. Um. And they made, I mean, I remember they were fighting and barely getting third down conversions on a couple, you know, on, on at least one time in that drive. And then how crazy is that? I think someone threw this in the live chat earlier, and I've obviously lost it by now. You know, the la- when's the last time there was only two touchdowns in a game and they were both quarterback sneaks? Right. One by each team, you know, in particular. Uh, ben Roethlisberger had a crazy s- streak, was it? 37, 47, I can't remember. There's a seven in there somewhere um, of consecutive games of throwing a touchdown where he did not throw a touchdown in this game. But he still scored one. So Um, I don't know if you checked out my By the Numbers article um, because I I referenced it there. Do you remember the last time Ben Roethlisberger had a rushing touchdown? (sighs) Hold on. I know, I know it was like 2017. Steeler check knew that was you to put it in there. I just couldn't actually find the question anymore to bring it up. <laughs> nice. Yeah. I want to say it was 2017. 17? I don't know. When's the last time he rushed the ball for a time? I'm pretty sure it was 18, but I remember the game. Um, he who, who was the lineman? He, he ran into Matt Filer and almost didn't get in in the final seconds against the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville. So it was 2018. It was the year after Jacksonville beat them the two times, you know, once in the regular season, once in the playoffs. And it was that touchdown that Roethlisberger scored with like five seconds left in the game. um, If if you guys remember that one. So that was the last time he he had a rushing touchdown. So I I thought that was, uh, that was pretty good. Um, so that that was that was that was interesting to, to see it go down that way. But if you think about it, yeah, the Titans gained more yards than the Steelers, but the Steelers did a good job of stopping drives either by by takeaways or or just or or in the first half holding them to field goals twice. I mean, that was big when they held them to field goals those two times. But Obviously, I mean, ask you, that touchdown drive. I, I actually just peeked because mm-hmm. I remember there was a play mm-hmm. in there that I hated that we get, where we gave up a third down. Uh-huh. Remember, they had a third and eight, mm-hmm. and threw and and they had to check it down mm-hmm. just behind the line to the running back who broke two tackles to 
make the first. Yes. Yeah. And I was so angry. I was like, we needed to hold him to a field goal there. Yeah. But yeah. That's okay. But we won the game. That's all that matters. Hey, all, hey, all that matters is the W. Okay. All that matters is the W. So here was my question to you. Four takeaways. Obviously, one of them was a mess up by Tennessee. That was the fumbled snap. The fumble snap. How does the outside linebacker recover a fumbled snap? Oh, you I didn't mean, the an back- center snap. <laughs> Don't you, didn't you see what happened? It, it got it got knocked, didn't it? Yeah, I think the guard pulled and kicked it, and then it hit off of somebody else and rolled right back at far. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, but what happened was it the, the guard, the right guard was pulling, and yeah. he hit it towards the left side of the line, and it hit off of somebody else and it came came back. right back behind the center. You know, it came back. You know, Tannehill started at, after it after. Yeah, started to go after the ball after it kicked off the guard and it actually came back past him. And of course, TJ's typically headed where? At the quarterback. Toward the quarterback. <laughs> and yeah, it, not only that, what really helped TJ recover that is they were all blocking down. Everyone yes. was blocking away from TJ. So that's the instantly that's his that's his obvious flow. So he was flowing right away. Um, I don't know about you. I saw TJ Watt lined up not on the outside a ton in that game. Yeah, I noticed him in the middle, or yeah. he would start middle. And mm-hmm. I noticed him start middle. And what was interesting is when he moved from the middle and didn't rush middle, he seemed to always drift right. Yeah. Yep. So and I mean, end up going up against their left tackle. And he's usually over going against, you know, when he's lined mm-hmm. up as a debt, you know with his hand in the dirt, mm-hmm. he's always rushing their right tackle, but they would stand him up, put him in the middle, and he'd either come up the middle or attack the offensive left tackle. Yeah. There was just, they, they, they were changing things up in that regard. Um, you know, I, cause I haven't listened to the, to the play by play to know if it was noted on TV or anything. That's just things that we noticed there. Well, Kyle would um, tell you not to watch it on TV. Cause he said, you know, Romo's a gag. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, the other three takeaways, do you think those were good? Do you think the the credit there goes to good defensive plays? Um, I I was actually starting to wonder if on the other two fumbles, if the Steelers recently haven't spent a little more time in Mm -hmm. practice attacking the football, because I did see them attacking and trying to knock balls loose more than what I'd seen in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and it paid off. Yeah. I mean, the one play, it's funny because Jeff Hartman was was asking, he's like, so that was a fumble and not an interception, the one that Joe Hayden dove. Yes. Well, what was nice is there was no reason to review it because whether it was it a fumble matter. or an incomplete, he, he, he came down with it. Right. Either but way. the reason they, it's all about the official NFL scoring, which uh, I had a, I, I had an article that's blown up on behind the steel curtain.com. Your one-stop shop for all the Pittsburgh Steelers. We'll talk about that later um, uh, about how they do things statistically and problems with that. But for this, the statistics went down that he caught the ball and then fumbled. So it counted as a completion with the yards and the receiving yards and all that stuff. Um, 
So it, that's the only reason why is because it was deemed on the field that he caught it in a fumble. And it really, really, it didn't matter because the Steelers would go get the ball there anyway. Right. That I thought was a really nice defensive play. Cam Sutton stripped it, made a nice play on that one. Joe Hayden snagged it. Um, Minka Fitzpatrick grabbed, grabbed one out there. Um, I'm trying to remember how, where, how that fumble was caused on the Fitzpatrick one that he recovered. Um, uh, they were they I'm just to... converted a third down, is what it was. Yeah, I was and so I'm trying to remember who knocked long. it out. It might have mm-hmm. been, let me see if I can find it real quick. Might have been Mallette. Might have, you know what? Whether... I think you might be right. It might have been Mallette. Um, um, yeah, so because that was the first one, right? That, was that the first um, one? That was it, was it was the it first one. Yes. It was Mallette. Okay, because if I go in and and look at the stats, who else was given a a, a forced fumble? Yeah, Mallette had the other one. So that Mm -hmm. you know, I thought that was a nice defensive play to do that. That was it was that one in particular where I noticed that Mm -hmm. as Mallette came um, to make the tackle, reached clear around and went, you know, a fist at the ball, Mm -hmm. and um, that was. That was the that was the start of the turnover onslaught by the Steelers. Yes, yes. And now, can can I say this though? Yeah, go ahead. The Joe Schobert interception. Yes, that okay. was what we were going to do next anyway. Is it me? I'd actually have to go look some things up. Okay. Okay. But is it me, or is Taco really that much taller than our other outside rushers? That you know, it looks like he's pretty tall because he could actually play. You know, uh, people always say, Oh, well, you're a three four outside linebacker, would they really be a defensive end in a four three? The answer for Taco is absolutely, absolutely, he would be. Um, I could tell you here, real quick, um, good old Taco Tuesday, his um, uh, hold on, uh, my friend Bert from. Uh, Maui brings up, you know, Taco long arms. Yes, tremendously yes, long arms. He does long arms, if I remember that. And he's six six. Yeah. So, um, yeah. so if you think so about that, that he's got was two how, inches on TJ Watt right there. Right. So um, plus plus then the long arms. So yes. he probably overall gets four or so inches, and then he got up pretty good, and just to get a hand on that ball and set it up mm-hmm. in the air. And I'm sitting there thinking, yes, he batted it down because I think it was a third down play. Hey, we're going to get the ball back. Next thing you know, it's in. In the other Scobros, uh, in the Showbros, uh, hands running yep. the other way, and uh, of course, at that point in time, we jump up and are yelling and screaming. And um, I was screaming so loud and jumped up <laughs> so fast, I almost passed out. Um, yeah, it's funny you said to me that you're like, Well, I'm like, dude, I do that every time I come to a game, I jump up and start screaming, and then I get lightheaded. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> just, Whoa, hey, yeah. careful there, yeah. because I'm just just screaming as loud as I can. I will tell you this. Taco Chardon is the second tallest defender on the Steelers. Okay. Here's the tallest. To, um, Isaiah Loudermilk. That's correct. Yeah. You, you probably were looking that up too. Um, no, I was yeah. not. I remember, yeah, you, you I remember how tall he was when we yes. drafted him yes. and doing my knee jerk reaction to his uh, drafting, having to look him up and see what he was. Yeah. Well, and so. the, here's, here's the thing with, with Taco he actually, if you like PFF grades or not, you know, if you if you like them, great. If you don't, I'm I'm kind of with you there Under, too. Understand that, you know. As well, but I do the articles where I report the grades. He had the third highest defensive grade for the Steelers. 
Mm -hmm. The highest was was Tuska. So Taco yeah. Tuska, as 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 uh, Jeffrey Benedict refers to it, to the two of them. So the Steelers got quality play from both players. I mean, Tuska got a sack. I mean, because he because he got the strip. They didn't get the fumble. That would end the game right there. Um, but when they when there was a holding penalty and they and it sounds seemed like they were accepting, I'm I keep saying to you, I'm like that spot's not right. That spot's not right. That should be two yards further back. But then it made sense that they said the Steelers declined the penalty because it doesn't go to the where they recovered it. It goes to where he fumbled it. So take the eight yard loss in the down rather than the 10 yards. That was a yeah. no brainer. That ended, so, up be, um, that ended up being a huge play. Yeah, it, it, it did. And that helped set up to where um, I'm pretty sure it was when the, was it the same set of downs that Hayden made the fourth down stop. I don't think they yep. got a first down after that. No. So, you know, the plays are a little bit – sometimes they're not as easy to remember where they occur in stadium because I'm looking at the same angle at all of them, if you know what I mean. Where at TV, sometimes you think about the replay angle and stuff like that, and you remember where they occur. Um, there, we're just we're just, just looking all together. But I thought the defense did a nice job of taking the ball away. Now, we're going to get ready to roll into the second part. Um, to open up the second part, I know a lot of you in the live chat have brought up this, this topic we are going to talk about uh, some a couple comments that Coach Tomlin made today, um, you know, because there is some bigger news. Didn't even start off with news. We wanted to talk about our experience and our, our fun time being at the game and the stuff that went on. We'll still hit some more stuff from this game. We're going to talk about the next. We're going to talk about the, the situation going on in Kansas City, and we're going to talk about the Steelers might have some help on the way. Um, with some stuff. So that's what we're going to be talking about in part two. So if you're on the audio side, go ahead and click on over. If you're with us here on YouTube or Facebook Live, uh, just hold on. We'll be back in a few seconds. Mm -hmm. 